Welcome back. Why do you do this? Siri? The way that I'm staring at you right now. Did you pause it? No. Okay. So no, please keep this in. She I feel at me like um, are you a live DJ? What's going on? I feel like we were either at we were in a quinceañera, <laughs> like for sure. Like that's what it felt like. You were a DJ at a quinceañera. Welcome back to she's funny for a girl pod. SMG pod. If you don't know, this is Janice. This is Liz. Um and. We have all the energy in the world because I'm not drinking coffee anymore, but Liz brought me some big-ass latte with two shots of espresso. Oh, for sure. And now I'm jumping off the fucking walls. No, I feel like this is like the energy that we always need to have. The last yeah. episode, I was no, our on my deathbed. I was on my deathbed. We were both trying to fight off some type of flu sickness your body honestly is like i don't understand no because the next day I was fine janice is around always around people that are sick mostly me i'm always sick because i need to live in a bubble and every single time she'll be like i feel like i'm catching what you had like my throat's a little sore the next day she's like jumping off the walls and mm-hmm. i'm like on my deathbed like i don't understand well, listen it's elderberry okay i take elderberry i take all the vitamins you've seen the, the amount of vitamins i take and That's I take true. zinc every day, but my body's just like, no, bitch. You want to be, you want to be in these streets? <laughs> well, we're gonna give you, we're gonna give you all the sickness. Yeah. So um, our energy levels was pretty bad last time. Uh, although a lot of the listeners said that they couldn't tell. So I know. I actually we, was listening to it afterwards, and I was like, we're vibe. Yeah, we played it off pretty good. Yeah. Um, Minus my twelve-year-old voice. And now we probably sound like crazy people. No, we're. <laughs> on something right now but like that's the energy that you guys get when you're listening to sfg pod we're yeah. either like chilling and dying or we're like off the walls yeah there's no in between no no in between for sure um so updates a little bit of an update we are going to i don't know if we're going to or we're probably thinking about incorporating some kind of video yeah with the sounds do you guys care like i want to know if you guys are actually into that because like it's a lot of energy energy to like get all dolled up and like get on video i feel like you can't really be i don't know i feel like we're gonna be so worried about the way we look that we're not gonna really like but i feel like we shouldn't i feel like we shouldn't which we're going to in the beginning but like I listen to, or I guess watch a lot of podcasts where after a while they're just like, honestly, they do it in their PJs and it's like a vibe. I like that It should be like being on like FaceTime or like... No, for sure does that. Yeah. Like we should just do it like, we should just be chill. I think maybe the next episode, maybe, don't take our word for it, we'll try it and like see what you guys think. We were going to actually try this one, but our ring light didn't get here in time. I mean, no, we need to be lit. No, Amazon, I'm disappointed. (laughs) Very disappointed. But, like, sponsor us if you want to. (laughs) Oh, actually, guys, we opened an Amazon storefront. There's nothing in it yet because we're horrible. But we're going to add things to it, like all of our favorite things for the house, fashion. Like, everything that we both like, we're going to add it in there. A lot of people ask me all the products I use for my hair because it's so freaking long and healthy. So I'm going to put all of that in there. Um, So stay tuned. Yeah, and I love Amazon fashion. A lot of the things that I wear are from Amazon, which is so crazy. You would think that they're, like, so expensive. Are they good quality? Yeah, 
Like, I mean, like, are you going to wear it for years on years on years? Yeah. No, it's like fast fashion, which I think we should do an episode on that. Oh, we should. Um, but no, it's, it, they're really good things. So we'll put some on our Amazon storefront and then we're, we'll put it in our link tree in our um, bio so you guys can access it. Cool. Any other updates? Oh, we're going on vacation, kind of. Oh, yeah. We're going to be in NYC at the end of this New month. York. Should I add the New York? We're going to get started. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's 30 seconds you can use. Up to 30 oh, seconds. Oh, we're good. Yeah. Like, all we need to add is that background. Thank you, Alicia and Jay-Z. So, um, I think we're going to be there from, what is it, the 30th? We're going to be there at the end of the month, yeah. Well, end of January. End of January? Yeah, depending on when you're listening to this, so... End of January into February. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be there. We're Oh, we're also thinking about incorporating food reviews. All right, I think we're doing our first one today. Yeah, we actually We're going are. out to dinner, and then we'll do, like, a little... We'll do... We're going to do a little tiki talk. Yeah. And then we'll definitely do, like, incorporate a lot of food reviews, because we're big foodies. We love to travel, and we definitely love to go out and eat. Yeah, we do. So, if you guys want more of that, let us know. We did a foodie review on our Instagram. We just posted Chance. Mine was posted yesterday. So, let us know what you guys think, if you're into that. it was cutesy. It was cute. Um, But what we're thinking about doing, well, what I'm thinking about doing is doing, like, a segment on Jersey Girls Review Pizza here in Dallas. Or, like, pizza, bagels, like, all the things that, like, 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 we're thinking about doing that, and then any other updates? We are planning another girls' trip. Yes. So we're thinking the three places that we're pondering on right now, we did a poll on our Instagram, was we want to go to Seattle mm-hmm. because, like, the vibes the are, vibes. like, if you, Janice has never seen Fifty Shades of Grey, and, like, I'm appalled. I'm really thinking about, like, getting out of this um, partnership because I it's embarrassing. I just lie and say that I have seen no, it. No, what? 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 No, you're watching it. So we're thinking... SparkNotes.com? What? Oh my God, I used to use that a lot. Um, When I was like not into like the AP like books that I would have to read, I'd be like, fuck it. But besides the point, so we're thinking Seattle because of the vibes. Um, We're also thinking Vail, Colorado because we could be like snow bunnies. So cute. We don't ski. Janice is going to like be my cheerleader. Yeah, I'm going to be waving. You're doing great, sweetie. I'm going to do like a little like class like the bunny hill like that's as far as i'll go i'm gonna and, record every time she falls oh it's that's all i'm gonna be doing and um i think it'll be a vibe like we'll be snow bunny vibes i can't wait for the outfits i just want to be in an outfit that's all it yeah is. to be that's honest like i just want to be there for the outfits yeah. and then the third place and like you might be like what the fuck but i think it's also it's another vibe and the outfits so we're thinking montana because of Yellowstone, obviously. I know. Everybody's like, what the fuck? Um, but I think it'd be a vibe. I think if it'd be a vibe. If you haven't seen Yellowstone, it's on Peacock. It's amazing. No, you have to. You have yeah. to. I feel like we all should get on the Yellowstone gang. We know who our favorite character is. Like, we love yeah. Beth. I was actually... We love who? Beth. Oh, yeah, Beth. Who do you think I said? No, I thought you were going to say Casey. I mean... So, Casey is the brother from Fifty Shades of Grey. Ugh. The stars align. The stars align. Also, I I was listening to an episode of, I don't know what podcast, but I was listening to an episode on my way here, and they were talking about how the executive producer, the creator of Yellowstone, um, his wife is also, like, she's based on the Beth character. Oh, So he based Beth on his wife, which is so crazy. I want to be his wife now. No, I know. She's an actress and a model. So I think... That's what we're thinking about going on doing a little girls trip. We still haven't decided. 
we put a poll somewhere or we might do a poll so let us know where you guys think we should go if you haven't if you've been to any of these places we would love recommendations on like where you think the vibes are i think seattle might be it because seattle yeah. gives like both mountains and ocean you know yeah i'm trying you're to think like, where seattle geography. is i'm like what yeah no you're so right you're yeah. so right See, I honestly would pick Seattle. I've always really wanted to live there. Me too. Everybody says it's like depressing because it rains a lot, but like I'm here for the vibes. Yeah. I'm here for the vibes. So I've also been looking at property in Seattle. So expensive. Oh, that's ridiculous. A, that's the thing. Like we can't like we can live there. We find like our Christian Grey, or if we like if this if this podcast blows up, I mean, guys, <laughs> get us to Seattle, guys. Get us Live to Seattle. From Seattle. Stop. That'd be so cute. No, I think Seattle might be the vibe. Yeah. So but like Montana. But like Colorado. I want to go to all those places by the end of the year. No, we should we should take we more should domestic drive trips. To Colorado. Excuse me. It's only five hours. No fucking way. I'm looking at okay, up. Okay, maybe. Wait, 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 wait. I'm. Oh, maybe six to seven hours. I don't know. What was your first answer? What? What was your first answer? Uh, what was your? I'm gonna look up Denver. I'm not gonna do Vail because like that'll be. So what were you saying, the Seattle? Um, How far? Five hours. Okay, currently, Denver from here is 12 hours. That is not accurate. So Google's lying to me. Is it really 12 hours? Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, it's all the way by, by Utah and Wyoming. Yeah. We actually can drive 12 hours. We definitely can. Speak for your freaking self. We each do six. That's not bad. I've driven from New York to North Carolina. Well, I haven't, but like I've been a passenger, a, a little passenger princess. <laughs> the closest thing to us is really New Mexico, like Breaking Bad vibes, but there's not much. No, there. I would not go to New It really is 12 hours. It's freaking Yeah, crazy. Google's not lying. Maybe we should fly. Well, the flights are cheap. <laughs> The flights are cheap. Maybe we fly. Why do you think I was five hours away? Dude, my geography, geography. is terrible. No, we're, the fact that we have jobs is oh, just Oh, wow. Salt Lake City is like right there too. That's what I'm telling you. It's like up there. You took me a vibe too. Like a little Mormon vibe. Also a vibe. I would leave you there. In Utah? I wouldn't survive there. They would literally <laughs> kick me out of the state. So, yeah. I think that's where we're thinking about going, right? Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to figure out. We're going to talk to Juliet, too, um, my sister, because we've gone. They only know her as the Ick Queen. Oh, the Ick Queen. That's right. Julieta, so. the Ick Queen. Shout out to Julieta, if you're listening. She just listened to our last episode, and she said our energy was great. So we like her on this episode. We vibe with her. Yes. So that's where we're going. We're doing New York at the end of January in the month. We're definitely going to have a lot of like content mm-hmm. then. We should definitely film while we're there, too. Oh, that'd be nice. Like a little New York episode, and we're definitely going to like... Oh, we're do doing a photo things. shoot in the morning. Tomorrow. We'll see. We'll no, see. no, we should, we should, we should. We need more content. Um, So we're going to do a photo shoot in the morning. Are you thinking about not doing no, it? No, 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 we're doing we're it. We're doing it. No, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's going to be great. No, it'll be such a vibe. And then we definitely need to get content in New York, because like the vibes are going to be immaculate. Yeah, Hopefully the weather behaves. Even if it doesn't, like it also will be a vibe. Okay, sounds good. That's, those are the updates, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Nothing else really going on in our lives. <laughs> we're going out tomorrow. Yeah, so food reviews. We talked about that. Yeah, we're going to have food reviews for sure. Travel, food reviews, photo shoot. 
we're working women and we have full-time jobs like yeah how do we do it i don't know i feel like we're always working but also like this stuff is fun it is really fun. i was like really fun. i was like thinking about it well what we so we throughout the week like don't really see each other other than we FaceTime 12 times a day. Yeah. I'm about every little For update. every little Any thing little inconvenience on. I have in my day, I'm like, Janice, like, <laughs> I need to debrief. Um, and so I was thinking about it when we do our little updates. I'm like, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, this to me doesn't feel like work. It feels like so much fun. And Agreed. I feel like that's why we love it because it feels like... It should feel like fun because if it's fun for us and it's going to be fun for them, it doesn't it translates, feel like, right. it doesn't feel like a job to me. Yeah, I agree. Even though it is work. I mean, we are no, work. It is. We're constantly editing. Yeah. We're constantly taking pictures. We're constantly doing content. Mm-hmm. Um, At night, during the day, yeah. on the weekends. We're con- if we're not even like doing it, we're thinking about but it. it's a good time. No, it isn't. I think it's like a good use of our energy. I mean, again, we also have like full-time corporate jobs. Yeah. But I think, like, we also, I feel like, get a lot of... I don't of, think we've ever discussed our corporate jobs. No, we're going to do an episode on it. Yeah. By the like, way, I'm in finance technology, and Liz is in marketing. Marketing, e-com. Yeah. All the things. So, stay tuned for that episode. Yeah, that'll be really um, fun. But on this episode, what are we talking about? Oh, my God. So, we're going to give the older sisterly advice that you've always wanted, but, like, low-key hate that your sister gives you. We're going to be those older sisters... Hopefully you guys are younger. Actually, I think our audience is around our age, I would think. Yeah, I think so too. I was looking at the numbers and our audience is usually like a little bit, it's skewing a little bit older. Yeah, but I think this episode is mostly about like what we would tell our younger selves. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it's like what we would tell our younger selves. The things that like you need to hear, maybe sometimes don't want to hear, but... But it's, it's things that will give you a lot of clarity. And I wish, honestly, to your point, I wish someone would have, like, sh- shaken me. Yeah. And been like, this is what you need to hear. And also, like, not a lot of people have the same life experiences. So, like, what you've right. learned up until now is probably different from what I've learned. And right. And hopefully you could take these and apply them to your mm-hmm. life now. Yeah. So. So we're going to do, we're going to do, we're going to start with work. We're yeah. going to go into family. Yeah. Friendship. Relationships. And Sex, S-E-X. And then we're going to end with like self, like things that you learn about yourself, things that we've learned about ourselves that we want to like bestow on you guys. Um, and then, yeah, maybe we'll wrap it up with like a little game. I think we should end with a game. Um, we love okay. a game. We love a game. Sounds good. So... Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Sure. Go first. Okay. So we're going to start with work. Are we going to do one... And just keep going back and forth? Or yeah, I think we should go... Three? No, we should go back and forth. Okay. So I'll start with my first one. So I think something that... I think that my first internship they told me was, like, make yourself indispensable. Like, you really mm-hmm. want to make sure that, like, you bring something unique to your team. And sometimes I would say that's really hard when you're an intern because you're learning. But even if you don't know everything, you're always, the, as an intern or even as an associate, you want to make sure that you're the one always asking if people need help. You're the go-to person when we're like, oh, we're thinking about doing this or we need help with this. You want to be that person that your team depends on because people that are indispensable are not replaceable. Yeah. And you want to make sure that when companies, I mean, we're going into a recession right now um, across the board and everyone's feeling it. Inflation is a real thing. And so as we're going through this really hard time in our economy, you would really want to think about like, what can I, how can I make myself really a priority to my team? And to 
even if you're working not a corporate job, right? Like even if you're working at McDonald's or if you're working at an office or you're working at a hospital, you want to make sure that your team feels like they need you, like you're a necessity yeah. because that's really what's going to make you stand out out of everyone. Um, and again, like I said, even if you're in a place, because I thought this the same way, even if you're an intern or someone who doesn't have all the answers, you want to be curious enough to ask yeah. and you want to make sure that you're that person that they, that they always think about when they need something. But also before you ask anything, make sure you have a solution of your own. Yeah. Go there with a the solution. That's a good one. Or go there with like, hey, I looked here, I looked there. This was my mindset. This is where my mind went. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Is there somewhere else that I should be looking? Is there something else I should be doing? That is my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. And like, again, when you're younger and when you're starting out, depending on where what industry you're working in, you're not going to have all the answers. Right. That is perfectly fine. But I want to understand if you're solution-oriented. And be resourceful. And resourceful, right? Yeah. Like, even if you have to Google it, the many times that I was an intern and I would Google, like, the random and stupidest shit that I should have probably known because you want, you know, quote-unquote, you went to school and you should have learned all these things. Right. That's bullshit, right? You get a degree, you learn a good amount, but you really learn. It's on the job. It's on the job experience. Yeah. Google it. The many times that I had to YouTube like things about marketing and e-commerce yeah. and then go to my boss and say, hey, you know, I was a little bit confused about this. I thought that this might be the answer. And to your point, correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Is it this? They might go, no, it's not that. But right. you at least came with a plan mm -hmm. and even just a thoughts, a thought process on how you could even solve the issue. Exactly. It shows like, it shows effort and it shows initiative, initiative and it shows that like, you're solution oriented and that you're yeah. here to help. Yeah, 100%. Um, one of the biggest things that I've learned, especially um, before starting a job, um, when you're in college or at least in business school, um, you have to do a lot of networking. Yeah. A lot of networking. So it's a lot of handshaking. And there's a rule that I always stand by. If you're going to shake somebody's hand, make sure you're standing up. And another thing, people, I would see this from across the room. And just like students shaking like a C-suite person's hand for like 30 seconds. Or for like a minute. Like what do you do? Three pumps and we're good. Are you holding okay? hands That's or it. are you shaking That's hands? It. That's all we need. Um, and then make sure, another thing I would see is like girls or women being like very dainty in their handshakes grab the hands and be firm please yeah. like you want to show that you that you're assertive that you're there to you know to learn that you can be a leader like that you have confidence and a handshake says everything practice with your mom practice with your yeah. dog like just practice mm -hmm. i think also and this i think i would consider like corporate body language right. but i think one thing that i always um, have heard is and I do see this a lot with women and men and just corporate culture men usually introduce themselves with their full names and yeah. women will just be like hi my name is Liz say your last name yeah my name is Liz won't tell you my last name but introduce yourself with your full name I know it sounds like so stupid and like a, a small minuscule thing but I think like you should be it introduced says it, says, it does it, it says does it does 
I think it, it, it it's a little bit more formal. And I think also, pe- I mean, C-suite people and just people in corporate culture in general meet so many people so at networking people, events. Yeah. You really want to stand out. And I really do think that like saying your full name, it just like, it holds more. It holds more value. Yeah, it holds 100%. more value. Um, all right, guys. Sorry, we had, um, we took a little break. I had a phone call to take. Um, and our ring light got here. Oh my god, no! Like I was putting it together. So stay tuned for all the photos. Are we gonna? We're gonna do it tonight. We I might, think we should. We do a couple tonight, a couple tomorrow. We'll see how the lighting looks on both. Yeah. And then we'll figure it It'll out. Be a lot. And then we could like film our little tiki talks. Yeah. On exactly. there. Um. Okay. Where were you? We're doing number two. You're doing number two. For okay. Work. So mine is like kind of like not working, but basically what I wrote down was like ask people for advice. People love talking about themselves. Whether it's like a coffee interview or like during COVID, like virtual interviews. A lot of what I used to do when I wanted to... Wait, and coffee interviews are 15 minutes, guys. Like, don't be putting an hour on my calendar. No, well, I mean, I think, I I guess I'm talking more... Yeah, I think if it did within your company, yeah, for sure. No, there's people that reach out on LinkedIn and they're like, hey, I want to do what you do. Do you mind taking a 15 minute call yeah, with me? Yeah, very or a quick. 30 minute call with me, but like... Very, very 30 quick. 30 minutes is already like... Yeah. And I think also what I used to do a lot is, and I think I was telling you the other day, is like when I was like looking for a job, what I would do is is instead of reaching out to the recruiter, I mean, of course you should and you should apply, but recruiters are constantly being Mm -hmm. bombarded. What I would do is I would find that company, find people within LinkedIn, I mean, literally like an FBI agent, find people on LinkedIn that were working within that department, and then I would reach out to them. I would pay for, I would do like the free trial for LinkedIn Premium, Mm -hmm. reach out to them, and like like basically let them know that I was interested in learning more about them and learning more about what they do, right? So don't go right ahead and be like, I want a job here, and I want to know how I can get there. People love talking about themselves. They truly Mm -hmm. do. So reach out to them. Ask for, you know, can I just... Like, steal 15 minutes of your time so yeah. I can learn a little bit more about what you do. And honestly, nine times out of ten in every single situation, they've always been like, hey, can I get your resume so I can yeah. give it to my manager, so I can give it to HR, so I can flag it in our system. Um, and I think that's honestly the best way. Pretty much the way that I found both of my jobs, like where I work now, is because I reached out to someone who worked in my department. Oh, wow. And I basically, yeah, like we were connected through like, a mutual net like company that I used to work uh, for like a, a some type of like club that I did mm-hmm. and I was like hey can I steal like 20 minutes 15 minutes of your time to learn a little bit more about your company and what you do and then literally at the end of it she basically was like okay well like I really want you to work here um oh, wow. it was basically I didn't think it was an interview but it basically was That's an awesome. interview and she was like well I'm actually hiring mm-hmm. on my team um, and she was like, so can you just send me your resume? I'll bring it over to HR. And then literally, I think within a month or two, I was basically giving my two-week notice at my old job oh, wow. and then working where I work now. So I do truly think that, I mean, people love talking about themselves. Yeah. The way I did it is through a recruiter. So I reached out to a, uh, a recruiter that I knew, um, and she basically gave me all the details on this one job I wanted, and I reached out to the manager directly. Exactly. So, and they also... I mean, this isn't sponsored by LinkedIn, but LinkedIn, if you want to reach out. No, for sure. I mean, we're basically doing CSI, FBI yeah. work, but on LinkedIn. Yeah, pretty much. Um, my number two is imposter syndrome is bullshit. It really is. Tell me more. I feel like when I first started in corporate, I was like, okay, I need to... Somebody's going to find out that I shouldn't be working here. Right. Like, I am... 
in like oh an environment where it's mainly white people mm-hmm. yeah and I'm super Latina and I'm super outspoken and I'm like oh my god somebody's gonna find out that they hired me yeah and you're not convincing everybody that you shouldn't work there right you're just that good and it's okay to say that or to feel that like you're not you shouldn't think that you can't bring your whole self to work because you can yeah you really can and i think also what i'll piggyback on that also like gauge it too like don't bring your your full self girl like right you like am i gonna bring this self like talking about all this bullshit to work definitely no what i will say on top of that is like in the beginning, it's okay that you feel a little lost. Yeah. But, like, pl- you have to play the game. But I don't think it's lost at first. I felt like... You're learning. Like, I need to be here from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Because I just need to work harder than anybody or everybody to... I don't know. I think to justify how much I'm getting paid. You know? Like, I don't think... That's imposter syndrome. Like, you deserve to be there. Yeah, you got hired hired, for a reason. You went through multiple rounds. People saw exactly who you are. You got hired for a fucking reason. Yeah, and I I think also sometimes I would say us as, like, Latina women, we always feel like we can't take up space in the room. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big thing is we feel like we have to like, we're, lucky, we're lucky to be here. We're that's lucky to be here. Yeah. And you should take up space. And to your point, like they hire you for a reason. Exactly. You are, you're meant to be in that room. You're meant to be in all those rooms. Mm-hmm. And just because you feel maybe inferior doesn't like, don't let that sh- show. Exactly. Don't let that show. Actually, let me just, do my third yeah. one because it like piggybacks off of that. Oh my god! Wait, wait, wait! You're gonna die. I have to pause it. Sorry. So I've been I'm playing a prank on Juliet. You know that TikTok <laughs> prank of like the Devil Wears Prada one. So I basically messaged her and I was like, I need ten or fifteen skirts from Calvin Klein. And she goes, Hello, may I was that a book? <laughs> wait, 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 wait! We have to do this. We have to do this live. And I'm gonna message her back and then basically I'm gonna say, Please bore someone else with your questions. <laughs> And like she's gonna be like she's gonna pop off. She's, she's gonna, gonna be face. she's gonna be like what? No, I, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna reply back. I'm gonna reply back with um make sure you have fear fifty nine at eight o'clock. Oh my gosh, she's gonna die. Okay, go. I'm sorry. Um, to piggyback off of that, like I remember when I was an intern, and there was these two girls, one black and one Hispanic, and. Before, like, anything, I scan the room. I, like, make sure, like, I notice everybody's personality, the way that they'll interact with you, all of that. But I guess they hadn't engaged the room that much. Um, And when we walked into a conference room, instead of taking a seat at the table, they sat Mm -hmm. on, like, by the wall, by where the little chairs are. And I looked at them, like, what are you doing? Like, get a seat at the table. Like, you belong here. Um... And that's another thing, like, people can't see confidence. It's okay to fake the funk sometimes. Right. Um, so, like Liz was saying, like, take up space, have a seat at the table. Like, it's okay to not be confident all the time, but you have to walk into a room and own it. You really do, especially in corporate. And I think also, like... No one is going to be like, hey, like, sit here. No, no one's going to be like, hey, we hired you. You belong here. Yeah. You have to do that for but yourself. I did feel like at that time, since I was more senior than them, and they were interns, I'm like, hey, it's okay. Like, 
Right, you do that. Most people, most people, most people will. Because I think everyone, I, 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 one of my high school, like my my high school DECA teacher said this one time, and it's like everyone's thinking about themselves. Mm -hmm. Like every single person is in their own head, so like they're not concerned with like what you're doing, unless like someone like you, where you're like, I was in that position where I felt some type of way. Let me make sure that I kind of like open the space for them. What is that called? The spotlight effect, where you think that you're walking yeah. around with a spotlight and you. And you don't. You yeah. don't. Everybody feels like that. So you have to really do it for yourself. And I think that's one thing that for me especially, like, and I have it, like, later on, but, like, it's okay to, I, we were listening to last weekend the, RG, the Angie Martinez podcast and Taraji P. Henson said, like, ego is okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Cockiness and confidence are two different things, yeah. but you can have confidence. And you can have ego as long as it's checked ego. Right, you have to check your ego. Yeah. No, I agree. 100%. So what's your third one? So my third one is ask for constructive feedback. I know that it's scary. And in the beginning, when I was, like, young and interning or even just, like, in college, I would be very nervous to, like, ask for constructive feedback mm-hmm. and because I like don't want to hear it right like yeah. you're scared to hear something bad but now every single time not even when I have mid-year reviews like even when I work on a project and yeah. I finish a project or when I have one-on-one to my manager like I'm like hi what can I be doing better and I mean most of the time you know they're like no you're doing great you know mm-hmm. what it is but like truly ask for it and I honestly feel like for me especially I thrive off of it yeah I have a and again, this is like my own trauma, but I have I don't know how people I, don't like constructive criticism. I really don't understand. Or like because people don't feedback. like being told they do. Well. I love it. I have a hard time. I hate compliments. I hate them. I feel so uncomfortable when they're like, "You're doing so great." Like I get that. Like I, I get that. I know that. Or or even just like personal compliments. Like I get kind of uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Um. So I always thrive of like, what can I be doing better? Because I, th- no one's perfect. Right. Like sometimes. In my head, I'm like, no, 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 I'm perfect. But I want to know what I can be doing better mm-hmm. and ask for that because that's going to show initiative on your side. 100%. Your manager, whoever you're working with is going to be like, oh, she she's wants, on top of her she's shit. on top of her yeah. shit. Exactly. So you really, and it, even if you do it like just for the heck of it, like in the beginning, I read that in a fucking book some one yeah. time. I read it in like Strength Finder 2.0 or whatever yeah. it was. And then I started implementing it. And now I get to a point where like, I, I want to truly know what I could be doing better and then you implement it and then it shows that one you're okay receiving constructive criticism yeah. right I mean there's a difference between constructive criticism and someone shitting on you yeah, and sure. like you'll know what yeah. the difference is yeah 100% um, I put a like a little extra bonus one okay and my bonus one is it's okay to fail yeah. especially as Latina women I feel like we're brought up to be completely perfect and want perfect. Right. And boys are just out here throwing themselves off of things uh-huh. and being okay to fail and they're okay with you it. You tried. Yeah. Exactly. It's redirection. Yeah. What, what's the worst thing that can happen? People say no. Yeah. It is what it is. I always also say, like, and I mean, some people are saving lives, but like, I always like tell my team, like, yeah. We're not saving lives. We're not carrying okay. cancer. Like, it's okay. And yeah. if you're not taking risks, then, like, what are you doing? But it's not only that. It's I also see it in, like, women, especially minority women, who want to have a particular job. And they're like, no, no, no. I don't have five years of experience, but I have 4.5 years of experience. Like, yeah. girl, it's okay. Yeah. 
try for that job. Try for that relationship. If there's a guy across the fucking bar that you think is hot, shoot your fucking shot. Shoot your shot in every single department of your life. I need to work on that. I in love life. doing that. I'm so good at it doing it. At, like at work, I'm so good at it. But in my personal life, or even just in general, I'm like, mm, I'm scared because I'm such a planner that I get nervous about like not having it all squared away. You are a you are a planner when it comes to your career as well. Like I feel like yeah, you don't take that many risks. No, and no. I feel like I feel like you should. Yeah, I think also it I sh- I know that I should, but I also like my nervous system will literally explode if I don't have like like a plan in my head. Yeah. Like I need to, otherwise I will combust. Um, Juliet said, "Are you having a seizure?" <laughs> um, and then she calls me. <laughs> I can't wait for her to listen to this and be like, "What the fuck?" I'm gonna be like, "Wait, I I'm gonna message her back and be like, it's a TikTok." <laughs> wait, did you? Say I had to don't do forget it. the. Reservation at whatever. Oh, wait. The last one is make sure you have Pier 59 at 8 a.m. Yeah, remind Jocelyn. It's so funny. Her sister-in-law, that's her name. So she said, are you having a seizure? <laughs> I'm going to message her and be like, should I tell her that we're filming and this is on it? I'll be like, we're filming. Um, and the listeners are having, getting a play-by-play of this. I'm so literally... It's like talk. I know. I told her I was like, it's a ticky talk. The fact that we call it ticky talk is repulsive. No, it's ticky talk for <laughs> sure. She literally called me. She said, "Are you having a seizure?" <laughs> I was ready for her to be like, "Bitch, what?" Yeah, no, yeah. Um, sorry. Continue. That's like Juliet's way of telling you, like, "Bitch, Bitch what? what the fuck is wrong with you?" I know. <laughs> I'm literally gonna be like, "Devil wears Prada." Look it up. Um, was that it for? Work? I just want to say that I didn't fall for that for one second. No, you did not. No, and my sister not. told me to go to bed. <laughs> like, she um, was not having it. All right, so we're done with work. Do you want to do family? Familia. Oh. Okay. I hate this. I hate this part. You want me to go first? Yeah. It's just I don't have that many, like, ideas when it comes to family. Right. But that's it. Okay, go Yeah. Ahead. So I, my first one is... And I've learned this as I've like moved away from home. It's like your parents or your family did the best that they they could. Um, I yeah, and I know that sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow. Oh yes, it's and it, it's it's hard. And you also when you're in the moment and when you're in the thick of it, because I will be honest, when I lived at home, I was like, I cannot. I'm going to combust. Yeah. Like I couldn't do it. But then now I think about it, and like especially our parents, I will say like. They only, they raised us the best way they knew how, yeah. right? And everybody goes through trauma. And so I, and that's, I will say like, as just like a sidebar, like not everybody's family is like our family. Not everybody's yeah. family is nurturing or even just like taking care of their kids. So I will say that, that this is like not everybody's situation. Some right. people come from really traumatic and broken homes. And I totally understand that. I'm speaking for I would hope, like, positively, the, mo- the majority of people, yeah. when I say that, like, although parents are going to make mistakes, you're going to fuck up your kid. Like, I know yeah. we are going to fuck up our kids in some way or another. We strive not to, but I have learned that, like, my parents did the best that they could mm-hmm. with what they knew, and especially coming and from... What they were given. What they were given, right? Like, yeah. and our parents are older, right? I'm, 
actually not older. Our parents are actually pretty young, pretty young compared to like people that are our age. But I will say like they come from a different generation and they did what the best that they could. Like, and they come from a different country. Correct. That's a whole nother. Yeah. Like our parents. And I, I do think that like I, for one, like maybe this is just me. I definitely, when I was younger, took for granted the fact that my parents literally picked up their whole lives yeah. with a child because I wasn't born here yeah. and literally brought me to another country and they weren't doing that. I mean, I'm sure part of it was like they wanted better lives, but they were doing that for me. Yeah. Like they were doing that so that I could have a better life. And when I go back to DR and I like see the other kids, kids that I maybe went to school with when I were there, most of them are not living the life that I'm living. Yeah. And I only imagine what my life would be like if my parents decided to to lead me there I, I would say a lot of parents and i don't know if this is just the same in like in dr culture but a lot of parents like come to the u.s and leave their kids in dr yeah. until they can like bring them here yeah. my mom was like fuck that i'm taking my kid with me mm -hmm. and i so appreciated that because i don't know if my life would have been the same if my mom was like i'm not leaving my kid i don't care if i struggle like when we came here we were living with family like we were living in Jersey with one of my aunts like in her one-bedroom apartment for a little bit yes. until my parents could figure out how to get us a place and like I so appreciate that and I know that like although my mom like annoys me and everybody moms annoys them yeah. like I know for a fact that my mom was like I'm taking my fucking kid with yeah. me no matter fucking what and, and people were telling her like leave her like in a year you'll come back and get her my mom was like fuck no I'm taking and my kid with me from the ground up is just insane yeah insane in a different country a diff like literally a different country Allison, where you don't speak the language because now she has a whole ass house yeah in a really nice area of new jersey where the property taxes are ridiculous yeah and she's still doing that can okay. you imagine like having i mean they had a whole business there she had she was educated there and for her to come here not speaking the language and even parents that like maybe are not educated yeah. like my stepdad wasn't necessarily fully educated like he only finished a certain amount of high of like high school and for him to just pick up and come and just like figure it out because he wanted a better life for his kids figure it yeah out. immigrant i feel like and i will say this like, like just in general plan everything day by day yeah and could you just imagine moving to a whole other country just to figure it yeah. out? Yeah. Insane. It's crazy. My, like, privileged life, I was freaking out going to Paris for six months. <laughs> Bitch, what? Going to Paris for and, six months where and, my parents had it all planned out for me. And on top of that, you had some someone to rely on. Oh, yeah. did something went wrong. No, they... They literally came with, they like, the clothes no on their back and, like, maybe whatever little savings they had. So, I will say, like, snaps for all the immigrant families, yeah. wherever, whatever country you come from. But I will say, like, and I guess because we're biased, I, I know that every immigrant family goes through their thing. But I think, like, Latinas, especially, like, like Latina moms yeah. that come, like, and really, like... Do the, I mean, your mom came here so young. Yeah, she was really young. So, she was a baby. She had when she was 17. Yeah. So, she was 16 when she My mom here. was, like, early 20s, like, late. She was, I think she was still a teenager. Crazy. So, I can't even imagine doing that's that. That's another thing that I, I saw, like, a meme that said, when you're a kid, you never realize that your parents are also growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, insane? our parents were literally taking care of children while they were children. Yeah. So, again, I think that... I know that that was long-winded, but, like, I really do see it now, and I'm like, they just did the best that they could. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
to piggyback off of that, oh, my mom annoys me. Like yeah. crazy. I think one thing everybody was brought on this earth to do is to practice patience. So when it comes to family, keep calm. <laughs> and just be patient. Keep calm and carry on. Just be patient yeah. and listen. Lord knows that I be tried, okay? I be tried <laughs> out here in these streets. I'm doing what I With can. With family. I'm doing the best I can. I love them to death. And, and honestly, I'm just practicing patience every single day. Yeah. It's, and it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. Especially with the people you love, like... There was this uh, this book I read or this quote I read. I don't know what it was, but when you're out there with strangers, you present your best self, mm-hmm. and then around the people you love, you kind of just get comfortable, yeah, and you forget to also bring your best self, yeah. Um, and that's something I'm I'm just practicing, yeah. And you also, I think, like, get to a place where like you put on this like mask where like at work and mm-hmm. with strangers and then you come home and you unload mm-hmm. on your family and it's like sometimes like let's just, let's just be nicer to each yeah. other yeah i agree um okay my next one is the way you were raised doesn't have to define you or control you but it should teach you uh everybody has their own trauma and like mm-hmm. i said again like our families did the best that they could but the best that you that they could sometimes leads to you everybody has family trauma like whatever it is whether it's something super small or whether it's something extreme where you really need support and therapy but like it you don't have to let it define you it's not extreme i mean even if it's small you still need therapy therapy. yeah Yeah. i mean even if it's the smallest thing and i mean be constantly working on yourself for sure for sure and you can't let it define you or control you And I think, like, the best thing that you can do so that patterns aren't repeated is to nip it in the bud. And even if you, listen, we're big proponents of therapy here, but even if it's, like, your own type of wellness, whether it's reading books or just, like, self-reflecting or meditating, whatever it is that's going to really help you, if you are going to have children that everybody wants to, but even just for yourself and so that you don't repeat the patterns and you break the cycle, like, do not let it control you and define who you are. Yeah. Um, I agree. Next. Mm, I think that family puts a lot of expectation on you, especially, especially Hispanic parents who were immigrants. Mm -hmm. I feel like they want you to be a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer. Yeah. Um, I feel like they think that you should be married with children, especially as Latinas, yeah. in your early 20s. And it's okay to not let their expectations define your life. Right. Um, and it's not only them, society, and everybody else, right? But I feel like family has the most influence on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Go at your own pace. Yeah, Everyone's in their own journey. Everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own timeline. Um so just don't be influenced into a life that you might not have wanted for yourself. Yeah. And I think like... Because I see that a lot. I know. Unfortunately. I mean, I've even felt it for sure. Yeah. Like a lot of my cousins are married or have children or have had children like way earlier. Let me ask you something. Yeah. How many of those cousins are happy? Yeah. I don't know. Do you see them that happy? I, I think it. some of them are... Mm-hmm. But I guess you don't really know, like, whatever, what everybody else is struggling with. And I'm sure that, like, 
some of them probably didn't want to have kids that young, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure, like, they, they have regrets. And maybe some of them have regrets on having kids early enough. Like, everybody has everybody has their own journey, yeah. right? You need to, like, stay in your lane exactly. and, like, live your own journey. Yeah, and not comment on other people's journeys. Like, it's, a, yeah. it's fine. Like, I'm 31, and, yeah, I want kids eventually, but the way that sometimes my parents or oh my father especially yeah we went to go see my dad and he was like he looked at us and he was like listen by now both of your eggs are scrambled like you guys listen, need to get it I'll together. have my children with scrambled eggs it's fine it's fine <laughs> and it's also like it's the time too it's also a time the generation. generation yeah um because listen I could freeze my eggs tomorrow and have kids when I'm 45 do you know freezing your eggs is like $20,000 I did not know that so maybe, but, so maybe not. So maybe uh, no, but like my so like sidebar, my job apparently has like oh, so does mine. like help. Yeah, like one of my coworkers, I think he like his him and his wife went through like IVF and like he got some like type of financial support from our company. Oh, that's awesome because IVF is expensive. Would you? Okay, so question. Mm-hmm. So if you would you freeze your eggs and at what age are you like I'm freezing my eggs? I would freeze my eggs at thirty five. Yeah. I think if I make it to 35 and I don't have kids. Also, I don't know if I want to have kids alone. But you could freeze your eggs, I guess, to like have it with some with a partner if you need to. And sometimes, person. listen, sometimes I say yes, I want kids. But sometimes I go back and forth. And I'm 31 and I'm still going back and forth. Like, I, I don't. Do you ever feel, as people say, like, you're never going to feel fully ready? And I believe that. But I imagine I'm just like a child running around here right now and I'm like. But I think we're not in our ideal situation to bring a child right now both of us and so i think that like we are not like right now we would like literally die if we had a child right now that could be insane the fact that i can't do what i want like i already can't do exactly like i can't pick up and leave tomorrow because i have sophia my dog i know so can you imagine a full child i know that's why i'm scared about getting like we can't go to dinner tonight we can't Go to New York City in a week or at the end of this month. Do you take the kid? No, because they have school. I mean, depending on how old the kid is. So, like... Right, and they, like, can't miss school, right? <laughs> no, you're, you go to jail, bitch. Juliet just said, tell the frog to stop drinking the dog shit. What? Oh, she's, like... Doing, what is she's that? She's sending it back to you. What? <laughs> Are you okay? Now I'm going to give her the reaction she wants. Um, no, I totally, I'm like, honestly that I, again, am like thinking, I put a deposit on a dog, so like, that's scary. Did you put a deposit on a dog already? Yeah, I told you, I put a deposit on a dog. Oh, I didn't even remember that. Yeah. But like, I still haven't like paid the full amount to have her like shipped, um, or like flown here. But like, I'm scared. I'm, like, I, I see it like, so, where the fuck is she? She's inside. Oh, okay. Like, I see it with like, Sophia, like she's amazing and like the cutest little dog ever but i'm like i see when we have to go you have to like plan like you can't just pick up and go like with my fish i put the little like automatic feed like the automatic feeder Mm -hmm. and like i bounce yeah so with sophia and then on top of that the holidays it was 500 dollars to board her yeah i just give sin like all that shit for a kid but like it'd be so cute but i i I feel like i personally do, do i want children yes do I want a child? Yes. Okay. 
But I want to bring a child into this world when I feel like I'm in the right situation. Or at least like 80%. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't think you're in the right situation right now? No. I don't want to have a child alone. Okay. I don't want to I don't want a baby or a, I don't want a child that bad to do it alone at this moment in time. I might be 35 and single and be like I want to I want to have a child maybe at this moment in time I really want to give my child a family even if it's not even if it's like a co-parenting relationship I want to give my child a family okay. and I don't feel like I would be happy. I mean, I'm self-sufficient. I could figure out how to take care of a kid yeah. and raise a child and have a beautiful family, like my own family with my child. But right now, I want to have a partner. Okay. And I want to make more money. Yeah. I want to be like, I want to be at a place where like, I don't have to second guess yeah. about like buying my baby something or like being able to like take time off if I wanted to, to like take yeah. my child on vacation. Yeah, I agree. Agree. Um, any other ones? Oh, I have my last one. Was that your last one? Uh, no, I have one more. Okay, my last one is like don't hold things in and communicate. Oh, that's good. I have a really hard time with that just in general. And when I was home, my mom, I think my mom said this a while ago, that I hold things in a lot. And that's just like my personality. Yeah. Like I like process things on my own and I like don't speak about them. And so I know that that builds up. Like, like I feel like not that I'm a ticking time bomb, but like kind of. I also feel like you do that because you don't want to hurt people's feelings. Yeah. Because I feel like we do that with each other and it's fine. Yeah. Because we know we won't hurt each other's feelings. Yeah. But I think we do it in a way where it's not, I don't know. We, like we don't take it. But it's it's different. And I, and I think we talked about this last time. Our friendship is really rare. Yeah. And I think it's because in a way... We we know how to speak to one another. That's yeah. one, right? Yeah, we do. Back. So not just like one person knowing, but the other person knowing. Because I mean, there's been times where we like are like, you know, yeah. like even when we're on vacation because we are different. Yeah. But I think we're the same in that way where like we know mm-hmm. how to play that. And I don't think a lot of people know how to do that. And so, that? yeah, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah. And I also feel like I am just the other I'm the, like, completely opposite of the spectrum. About what? About that. About Like, I over-communicate. Yeah, I don't. About how I feel. I don't. And I know that I should, but I I also feel like, and I'm sure my therapist would disagree, but, like, I feel like I'm very good at just processing it. And I'm sure one day I'll fucking explode and literally it'll be World War III, maybe, potentially. But I'm very good at, like, feeling an emotion, processing it on my own, whether it's healthy or not. And then, like, letting it go. But maybe you should say something. Because there's mm-hmm. only so much processing you can do. Right. Right? Like, people have to know the things that bother you. Yeah. But I also then get into the mindset of, like, I just feel like I, the only thing I can control are my actions. And so, like, I, I always feel like there are certain things, right? I'm sure, like, if something bothered me about something, I should say so that we can fix it. Right. But there are certain things that I feel like, like, for example, this is a stupid example, but, like, I was sick last mm-hmm. year. Like, really, as, as I always am sick. <laughs> I was sick, and my mom was like, why don't you tell me you were sick? And I'm like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I am here in a different state 
what is me telling you that I'm sick going to do? Yeah. Like, how are you going to fix me being sick? And so that's the mentality that I have, which I know is like, because I have toxic, in, like I have toxic independence. It's like a thing mm-hmm. that I was diagnosed with in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like, why am I going to go out of my way to like explain to you how I'm feeling? Because you're not going to fix it. Like, what's the point? I think that that's different. I think if somebody had said something to you, like me and my sister, right? Mm-hmm. Like, say she said something or I said something. It's always me, right? So, like, <laughs> I, I said something to mm-hmm. her that maybe I, I hurt her feelings when I said it. Right. Or I said something that I probably shouldn't have said the way I said it. Yeah. She'll tell me, like, hey, I don't like the way you said this. Do you think next time you could say it this way or, like, you can communicate it differently? So that I don't keep doing it. Right. Right? Because the thing is that with you is that you don't say anything. Yeah. So they keep doing it and then you keep having to process it over and over and over yeah. again. That's a good point. And then maybe you should just... Nip it in the bud. Nip it. I know. I need to work on that. Because also, like, you get to a point where you start resenting someone. Because you're like... Yeah. You're yeah. doing all of this work for yourself, trying to self-regulate yourself. Yeah. And not feel that way. That it ends up being a little... I think also like and I do this a lot like I'm very much like oh but they're like having a hard day or like I go give people excuses I give people like a lot of excuses and and I think it's like the people that I love in my life because I know where they're coming from and I and I I know that's like stupid to think about like even if someone does something to hurt me I'm like I just know that they're hurting they're hurting so they're gonna hurt right so and I feel like I'm the type of person and I think um Kim Kardashian talked about this. She's like, she's like, I have told my family, like, I'm glad that all this shit is happening to me because I can handle it. And I, and I do truly feel that. Like, I know that, like, someone saying something to me or, like, something inconvenient happening to me, like, I'd rather it happen to me because I just know that, like, I'll, like, process it and I'll be fine. Like, and so I, that's actually really toxic. It is. Yeah. It's very, very toxic for me to do that. But I do feel like... An inconvenience or something, knock on wood, like bad happening to me. Like I know that I can emotionally handle it. And so I give people that pass because I'm like, I know that they're like struggling right now and going through a hard time. And it's, again, it's, it's actually self-indulgent of me to do that. But you can also, you can also know when somebody, where somebody's coming from and still make it a teachable moment. Yeah. And like prioritize the feeling too. I know you had a really hard day. And I'm not trying to get at you, right? But, like, the way you said that, like, just rubbed me the wrong way. And, yeah, I need to um, do that more. Yeah. I, 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 you don't I, have to make it a fight. Like, no, I know. If somebody, like, comes at you some type of way, you don't have to, like, react the way I do. And it's not bad. <laughs> right, right, right. But, like, you can make it a teachable moment. Yeah. I Trust me. Trust me. My therapist constantly tells me all the time that I need to just, like, speak up because she said that there is going to be a day. And that day will come. She World said, we're on, and it's, uh, it's crazy because I did, I think I told you this the other day, like the people that hold things in the most are the ones that explode the loudest. Mm-hmm. And like, I have yet to explode, knock on wood. I just want to tell you that the FBI list came out. <laughs> and I will be on it. America's most wanted will be me. And the I... most um, serial killers are actually Sagittarius's. I know. So, I know, I know, I know. Be on the lookout for Ted Liz. Bundy was a Sag. 
I think so, a lot of them were Sagittarius. Yeah. There are some Geminis in there. So um, don't I just want to say that the least ones are Geminis. No. I swear. Are you sure? I saw it. I saw it. Maybe it's Sag and Capricorns. And like that's also a problem. The thing about Geminis is that we just... We say exactly. You what have we a feel. release. You release. Yes. Yeah, I hold Whereas it in. Sagittarius. And then one day I'm gonna just pop off. So don't come for me. <laughs> All right. Okay. Are we done. Uh, oh, oh, I said one. You have one more. You have, have one more. Um, I put that boundaries are okay, and that not everyone who is related to you is family. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. We're just, drop, we're just dropping the mic on <laughs> That's that. mic drop. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think a lot of people say blood is thicker than water. Not for everybody. No, not for everybody. Not for everybody. Um, for me, like, for sure, like, I feel that. But I also think, like, we're technically not family, but I feel like we are. Yeah, we are. We yeah. are. And you don't, sometimes you don't choose your family. And I love my family, but, like, the friendships that you choose are actually, I more think. Important. And, in a way, are more important. Yeah, and, and say a lot about who you are as a yeah. person. Because you chose them. Yeah. And I, I don't think for everybody, family is as important. Some people have shitty fucking families. Yeah. And, like, I think we're, although, like, they annoy us, we're in a really, we have to also know how privileged we are. Yeah. That we come from, like, families that, like, love us. They fucking annoy us, but they love us. And, like, not everybody really has that. And so, yeah. for the people that are listening to this and are, like, I don't have a family or I don't have a mother that loves me or I don't have family that are, that are here with us. You know, your family's not here. Like... Sometimes you have to pick your family. Yeah. And it's okay if your friends or whoever it is is your family. Yeah. And when I say, like, not everybody who is blood is family, like, I'll have, I don't know, some, like, a distant cousin all of a sudden reach out and be like, hey, you're doing so well. Don't forget about your cousin. Hey, you're doing, I see you go on vacations all the time. Don't forget about me. And it's like, sir, who even are you? I, don't I haven't him. seen you since I was five. I don't know that man. I don't know that one. I couldn't pick you out of a lineup. Yeah, for sure. No, I feel you. Um, and boundaries are okay. Like, I, I feel like it's okay to put yourself first sometimes. Yeah. You know? And that's it. I think we're going to move on. To friendships? Yes. Frenchy friendship? Actually, exactly what you just said was my number one. What? You don't get to pick your family, but you get to pick your friends. And it's, love and it's really important to pick right. Yeah, it, it is. is so important it because is. they really structure your life. Yeah. Um, I think also what I will add to that is like, and I was thinking about this the other day. So like, like we don't have family here where we live. Yeah. And so I feel like oh, Julia just said, I want to be on the podcast. <laughs> you are Juliet. If you're listening, you technically are on the podcast. You're indirectly on the podcast. Um, But I, what I was saying was like, I, we don't have family that live in the state, like, let alone really nearby us. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, I, I, I do feel like you're my family. Like, I really do. I feel like but, you're my family. Is there something in my eye? No, you're no, so promotional. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Thank you. You can cry on your own. No, but I do feel like you're my family. Like, I feel like you and Alex, like, she has family here. So, like, her family feels like my family. But, yeah. like... Like you, we, you and I hang out a lot, we hang out a lot. And like, I feel like it's also like, it might, I think to the outside world seem like unhealthy, but like, 
It, to me, it's not. It to really me, is great. not. I feel like we're each other's support system. Yeah. And, like, we spend Thanksgiving together because, mm-hmm. like, we don't have family that, like, live nearby us. And so, like, what other support are we going to have than, like, to support each other? I just want to say that I'm glad you're my support system. You guys just see my face. Right? <laughs> she doesn't know where to hide her face. Goodbye. Um, I'm working on being better with emotion. But, yeah, and it's very important to pick right. Um, what do they say, like... If you hang out with four bums, you're the fifth one. Or yeah. you hang out with four millionaires, you become the fifth one. Yeah. Like, it's just very important to hang out with your right fr- people. Your people that you surround yourself say a lot about you. We need to find three millionaires. Oh, yeah. To complete our mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we can become millionaires. Yeah, so we can, yeah. <laughs> you are the people you're around. Yeah, for sure. So mine is, like, treat your friends how they want to be treated. Um, so I know like those saying is like treat others how you want to be treated, but I, I actually disagree with that because I feel like everybody wa- like wants a different type of treatment yeah. and the, what you like isn't like what I would like. Mm-hmm. And so I think that like you have to, although it's very similar, I feel like you and I, so right. So we yeah. are similar, but I guess I'm just saying in general, in like general. not everybody wants to be treated the same. And so you, I, I have learned that in the last couple of years is like, Treat others how they want to be treated. Like, yeah. and it's okay if that's different than what you feel like, and it, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. And I feel like you, in a way, like nurture them in the way that they, mm-hmm. like you love the. It's like love languages, right? Yeah. Like you learn each other's love languages, and then you use them on each other. Even in friendships, like we have love languages in the way that we. What's like, ours? You definitely. Like, acts of service is a big thing. I, yes. I, I feel that yes. as a friend. Like, I feel like you really thrive on, like, people doing things for you. And not in a bad way. Yeah. It's because, and I say this again, you do the absolute most for other people. Yeah. And so even little things like today, like getting you coffee yeah. or, like, bringing, so bringing water. Because I know you don't have water. Like, yeah. it's, it, to me, it comes naturally because yeah. you do that for me so effortlessly. But I feel like, like, I know that that simple little thing, me doing that simple little thing is going to make the day for you. Right. It really means everything. So like, why not do that for you? Because I know that's how you feel loved. Yeah. What's it for me? Cute. It's definitely not words of affirmation. I can tell you that. I think it's also acts of service. Yeah. Or quality time. Or quality of time. Yeah. I also like gift giving. We love that in general. We 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 exchanged gifts earlier and like, because I was the worst and didn't wrap mine for forever. I I almost shed a tear. (laughs) inside we're cute we're we are cute, cute. we're loving um, each other but yeah you just have to gauge with different friends like you and julie's friendship is different yeah um i hunger even, mother <laughs> even me and julie's relationship is different like i know i can be a little more blunt with liz yeah where julie's more sense she's a pisces yeah I mean, she's a pisces more sensitive. sensitive so you just have to gauge it yeah um what else oh um my second one is take friendship seriously. Yeah. I feel like not a lot of people do. They don't. Or take them for granted. Or they take them mm-hmm. for granted, yeah. Like, sometimes I'll hear, like, oh, my best friend is moving or something. And it's like, why aren't you there helping them move? Bitch, you're not moving, so don't even think about it. Well. Yeah. 
You never know. You're not allowed to. You never know. I mean, yeah, when Alex... Seattle looking right. I'm just kidding. We can't afford Seattle. (laughs) Oh, we cannot. Unless this podcast blows up, which it will, manifestation, but like Seattle. But like, yeah, when Alex was moving here, like I helped her. When you were moving into this, I mean, I really wasn't a lot of help because like you had a lot of muscle, but I came here for emotional support. Did we not remember the refrigerator that needed to be cleaned out? Like that was... What? Did, oh, thank God you don't remember. That. Oh, I did help. I, oh, you I did help. I, at the other, at the apartment. At yeah, the when apartment. you moved in here. Jesus, yeah, that yeah. Was rough. I know. Remember when it spilled all over? I lived with a man, so we had very unnecessary shit. Disgusting. Yeah, it was gross. Ghetto, ghetto. Yeah, yeah. It was ghetto. Um, what's your second one? So my second one, it's normal to not have to not have a lot of friends if you have close ones. So I think oh, it's yeah. like quality over quantity, over quantity. Because I'll be completely honest with you, I literally only have two friends. Yeah. Like, I went home for the holidays, and my dad was like, oh, like, are you going to hang out with your Jersey friends? And I was like, what? Who? What? <laughs> and it's funny enough that both my best friends live here, because yeah. I was like, I'm coming. It's I'm not- crazy that we all live in Dallas. Yeah, because I was like, I'm not staying here in ghetto New Jersey. Um, you really hate New Jersey now? No, I don't. I Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I don't hate it. I think it's more, I feel most like myself here yeah and so i feel like when i go back there the weather like it's just yeah it's just a hot and i also don't i only really have my family there like i don't have friends there realistically so like for me it's really quality over quantity and like Mm. i'm at first i would feel some type of way i'd be like oh like i know people that have like a lot of friends and like i'm okay with just having two really really close friends i'm totally okay with that i'm fine with like having like acquaintances or people that I'm like maybe quote unquote close with Mm -hmm. but I also feel like for me it's a red flag if you if you have like 10 people that are your best friends like are they truly your best friends because fully for me I put a lot to your point I put a lot of energy into my friendships and so as of right now I only have energy for two (laughs) and that's okay capacity is two and that's it no my bandwidth is so short (laughs) so short um, I also have two, but like my sister does my sister count or me my sister? I yeah, guess but it's, it's, a, it's a it's a type of friendship. Not everybody's like friends with their sisters. Yeah, not, not every sister. Whatever you know what I mean. I'm um, friends with my sister. Has been asking for a shout out. I I think my sister and I are friends. It's a different type of friendship because she is so much younger. Yeah, shout out to our Gen Z correspondent. <laughs> Although I feel like when she gets to a certain age, it's it's not you're not gonna feel it anymore. Yeah, I think when she gets maybe into like her twenties, and then I'll yeah. be in my thirties, which Ooh. is insane. Um, I you think won't feel it. I won't feel it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we are definitely friends. Like we talk all the time. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel like a friendship because I have to have boundaries with her because she is young. Yeah. So. Um, I also have friendships where like. I haven't spoken to them in years, and I know I could pick up the the phone and be like, "Hey, yeah, what's up? Like, I'm gonna be there, whatever." Um, but those aren't like your best friends. No, they're not. Yeah, best friends, but they are friends. Yeah, like I, I think and it's close weird. friends. Close, yeah, close friends. I think to me, it's a red flag when someone. I mean, maybe some people do, but like I don't get when people are like, "Oh, like I have 15 best friends." No, that's weird. I'm like, okay, like um, the way that I like gauge close friends, like I could never stay at somebody's house. Unless we're close. Yeah. Because I would rather stay at a hotel. No, for sure. Yeah. But I know I can call Genesis and be like, hey, I'm going to be in Tampa. Like, what's up? Let's hang out. And yeah. she'll be like, oh, my, I have a guest exactly, bedroom, yeah. whatever. Um, same thing with, like, Twinkie. Um, like, different people. Yeah. No, I hear, I hear you. Um, let's Am see. I next? 
That was you. No. No, it was me. You go next. I think my last one. Yeah, your last one. Then it's my, okay. my last one. Um, is don't be that judgmental friend. Yeah. Oh my god, it blows my mind when I hear, like, when you're out, like, say, like, on the subway, on a train, or a bus, or whatever, and like you hear somebody talking shit about their friend. Yeah. Like, why are you? That's such a red flag to me. It is fucking crazy. Stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. Stay the fuck away from me. Or like you'll hear like conversation between two friends and they're like, hey girl, like I did this. And they're like, what? You did what? Why would you do that? Yeah. With friends like that, like who needs enemies? Yeah. Realistically. I think it's such a red flag when you like, when I hear. I promise you, I would hear that type of reaction. I would never talk to you again or tell you anything like that again. Like for people to like talk like shit, like true shit, right? You can have conversations and be like, this happened and like you know, ask for advice. But for people to be like, I hate that bitch. Or like, she's like, it, just, it blows my fucking mind. Yeah. I'm like, stay the fuck away from me. What kind of person Stay the you? fuck away from me. Because if you talk about that, like that about your best friend, oh, I know the shit you're pr- probably talking about. Yeah, people. Sure. And I think the judgmental thing, I think is an overall life lesson. And I've said this, you've heard me say this like for years now. Opinions are not facts. Yeah. Opinions are not facts. Feelings are not facts. Feelings are not facts. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion, to their own feelings. Yeah. And just because you think something, and you you know how I feel about this, your opinion is not a fact. Yeah. It is not a fact. So if I have an opinion and you have an opinion, let's agree to disagree. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't know who you think you are. But talking down to me like you're no. holier than thou. We're all allowed to have our own opinions and our own feelings. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you're going to be holier than thou, don't be a friend. Don't be my friend. Don't be my friend. Don't be my friend. I'm good. I only have bandwidth for two because as of listen, right now. If you try me, I snap back real quick. Okay? I won't snap back, but then I'll blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I know Jesus, but this mouth. Yeah. Sometimes it's not. You don't want to catch the smoke. You don't. Yeah, you really don't. So my last one comes from you. And it's check on your friends mentally and emotionally. So I think that's something that... Am I mentally shit? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. We both are. But I think we talked about this on the last episode is like... Like, and we talked about, like, what, how we, how happy we were from, like, a 1 to 10. But I think that we should, like, definitely... Even though I feel like, again, we talk all day, every day. Yeah. And about the smallest little things. But I think we should be like, how are you doing? Yeah. Like, how are you truly doing? Yeah. Because I feel like we forget. Everybody, right, everybody's living their own lives. And, like, doing what, you know, everybody's busy. But, like, really, truly check on your friends. Like, emotionally. And understand how they're doing. Because you kind of get into the rhythm of, like, oh, let's have dinner. Let's do this. Blah, blah, blah. But then I'm like. And you talk about such little, minute things. Right. You don't talk about, like. Yeah. And we have. We, I would say, have really deep conversations. So I feel and like... even then, you were, like, very surprised. I was. Like, I really, really was. Yeah. I mean, we talk about every little thing. Like, yeah. I know what you do all day, every day. Literally. And you know what I do I all day, every day. I pictures of my meals. Yeah. We literally <laughs> check on each other. I'll have, like I said, I'll have the slightest inconvenience. And I'm FaceTiming Janice. And I'm like, so, do you want to know what happened? And it's like, so, I dropped something on the floor. And, like, that was my day. So, yeah, I just feel like... I would give everybody this advice, and I think we'll take this advice, is, like, checking on each other yeah. to see, like, how we're doing. I like that. 
That's a good way to end that segment. Yeah. Oh, are we ready for the next one? Oh. Relationships and sex. You want to start it off or should I? Because I have a funny one. Okay, so like mine are not that funny, but okay. I'll start. You go. Okay. Yeah, go. So this segment is relationships and sex. Mm-hmm. So. How many sex ones do you have? Mine. I only have, um, have, have one. Okay. But listen, you're not out here to be a superhero. You're not out here trying to save the world. You're Captain Save-A-Ho. Do not be a <laughs> Captain fucking Save-A-Ho. Yeah. Please. Do yourself a fucking favor. Don't date broken people. And more importantly, don't date broke people. Yeah. Please. Don't. don't do it to yourself. Girl. Don't Learn do from it. my experience. Don't do it. Yeah. Stay away from it. Stay away from broken people. It's not cute. It's not good. If they don't have a birth certificate <laughs> okay if they don't have a bank account yeah it's if a they no don't girl. have if they barely have a car bitch yeah please it's a no girl it don't, don't do, do it. it don't say that man mm-hmm. um yeah that's my first one <laughs> you're like so thank you for coming to my <laughs> ted talk so mine is like set your expectations from the beginning Oof, i think you really have to and i'm not saying it just for men but like i'm speaking to y'all men um or I'm speaking to women about men, but I think it, it goes both it's ways. It's so hard. So you have to set your expectations so from the beginning. And I, I mean, I even like, I would say last year when I was like just dating around and like getting the lay of the land, I would make a lot of excuses and be like, oh, but like, oh, maybe he didn't text me because of this. And no, it, it ain't going to be me. Yeah. It ain't going to be me. I'm setting my expectations right from the beginning. Whatever those expectations are, you need to be very clear. And I'm not saying like, over communicate i think there should be a little bit of mystery in the beginning like i I just truly believe that but i think like if you let something go in the beginning it gives someone essentially the right to just keep doing that again so if he in my if he doesn't pay for dinner in the beginning baby girl he's not going to pay for dinner any ever if he's asking you to split the bill and go dutch he is going to continue doing that always if he is missing dates or not confirming when he needs to be confirming or if he's leaving you on red or if he's ghosting you i am telling you it's not going to change because what you're saying to them every single time that you accept that behavior is you can treat me like that yeah. and it ain't gonna be me it was me it ain't gonna be me anymore. it was me for some time yeah but a bitch has changed yeah. and it's not going to be me i refuse refuse to accept anything than what I deserve. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's such a good one. It's very hard for me to do that because I have this very toxic trait called love bombing yeah. where I do the most yeah. in the beginning because I feel like, I don't know, like so great in the beginning of the relationship. You know, like the little butterflies, the like new love feeling, mm-hmm. all of that crap. And then I feel like that person will treat me the same way back. And guess what? It won't. Not everyone is you. I tell you that all the time. Not everyone is and you. And I think also, like, love bombing is a red flag. Yeah. It truly is. If a man I'm in so the be- sorry to the men out there. If a man in the beginning, or even a woman is like, oh my god, like, you're so amazing. Like, you're the, oh, you're the best person I've ever met. No, I know. But, like, you don't know that. So why think, are you treating me like I that? I would do it. I wouldn't do it in, like, 
like words, words of affirmation or do it an acts of service right but like you don't know that person yeah. you don't know that person apparently in my mind so until until you show me that you, that i can treat you like that and that you deserve to be treated like that i'm not treating you like that because i don't know you you could be a bum on the street. I don't know. Who, I don't know who you are until you show me with action. You see, I'm the exact opposite. I'm like guilty until proven wrong. Like you're like amazing until you prove me wrong. No, I should mm-hmm. be like you. Yeah, but I think also sometimes my way is a little harsh. It can be because you go next. I have a. Um, I have a piggyback. I mean, if you piggyback, just go. So my next one is it's okay to be vulnerable with your partner mm. and to like quote unquote like be sweet and nice. Um, I have a hard time just being vulnerable in general. You can't even say, say the word sweet and nice in a sentence. No, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> You're fidgeting with your hands so yeah. bad. <laughs> I cannot. That's why we need to do videos. People can be like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Why is she having a seizure? Um, but yeah, I just like, I have a really hard time just being vulnerable in general. And like in my past relationships... My last boyfriend basically told me that I'm a robot and that I just like don't open up. I don't know if those were his words verbatim, but that's what basically I got from the conversation. Um, And I mean, he was right. Like I am like that. And to me, like I am very fearful, very, very fearful to not get hurt. Like I don't want to get hurt. So I do have a hard time like giving myself to someone. And I, in my opinion, in my fucking psychotic brain, in my delusional brain, I'm like, I will meet a person who proves to me that I can be vulnerable. So hopefully that happens. Yeah. But like me personally, I'm just not going to give my whole self to someone or even like 30% of myself to someone unless I truly feel <laughs> like I can like feel safe with you. I'm just not. I feel like it'll take a very special person to do that. Because I was the same exact way um, before boyfriend number two. Mm-hmm. Like, I was very, like, the only type of love that I knew was tough love, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he was very vulnerable with me, very sweet with me. And I would look at him like, you're so weak. Mm-hmm. Because you're showing all of these emotions right up front. It was like he was showing me his hand while yeah. we were playing poker. Right. And, like, I was just like, what the f- but then I saw, like, how much strength it takes for somebody yeah. to be vulnerable around you. And I can, like, so there you is a side of me that's vulnerable. With friends. Yeah, but I feel like it's because I feel safe. And so I've never felt fully safe in a relationship. Maybe you need to develop a friendship before being in a relationship with the next person. Maybe. Maybe, potentially. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel... And in my last relationship, I felt too safe. I felt too safe, so... And still, you couldn't be vulnerable. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. It just... I think it's, like, for me, I I can... I can... I like to be, like, babied and, like, sweet. Like, I can be. I can be... Like, I love, like, to cook and, like, clean and, like, not just those things, but I, I love to cuddle. Like, I actually really do. But that's not being vulnerable. That's not? No, that's not being <laughs> you vulnerable. You mean, like, emotionally vulnerable? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna. I don't even do that with my family, and I do that with like you, but like you're like a different fucking species. Um, But yeah, I think I I need to feel safe to do that with someone, and until I feel safe, and I know that this could be toxic, but until I feel safe, I can't do that. I just can't. It's just a defense mechanism. It is a defense. Yeah, I know. It's it's because I don't want to get hurt. I totally know that. But like, I'm good. I pray for your future man. 
No, I pray for him too. Like really he's <laughs> baby, the walls, <laughs> the traps that you're gonna have to go through to make it over here. It's gonna take some time, babe. It's gonna take some um, time. Let's see. And your next one. My next one is kind of corny, mm-hmm. but it's love yourself first, so That's that you cute. can have real relationships. Yeah. I feel like I didn't have, not that I didn't love myself, but like for a majority of your 20s, you're just trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. Right? And then you can't really love yourself until you find out exactly who you are. And you look for a lot of validation in other people and love in other people instead of like loving yourself. You think that like somebody else, and I, I think about that someone said this and I like totally unagree, like I don't agree with this, is like, I want to find someone that makes me feel whole. No. no, I want to feel whole on my own. Yeah. You're just somebody that like elevates me, yeah. that like elevates me and my life. Like, I don't want you to make me feel whole because then it's also like, okay, so if that person's gone. Are you going to exactly. fucking like, are you going to hate your life? And at the same, at the, at the same time, like happiness is just you, mm-hmm. right? Like if your happiness is depending on somebody else, like at the end of the day, you're never going to be happy. You're not. You're just not. So... Um, and also like you can't get deep with other people if you haven't gotten deep with yourself. Yeah. So love yourself first. Love Put you yourself girl. first. Love you. Girl. Um and this is just piggybacks on number three, so I just might as well go. Um speaking about loving yourself. Oh my god, I think we have the same one. Go. Do we? Go. Um figure out what you want or what you like in the bedroom first. Before going into the bedroom with a man. And then when you finally do, speak up about what you like. Yeah. Because if not, it's going to be a very boring <laughs> sex life. Knows. Yes, I do. Yeah. I think, in, and I, I forget what episode we talked about this. I think it was like episode five or something. But I, I, I feel like we as women, and, I, and I'm sure like there are some men out mm-hmm. there that do feel this way. We are really ner- like scared to hurt other people's feelings. Yeah. Or like, for me, I have a lot of secondhand embarrassment, like just in all things. <laughs> like, I get embarrassed for other people. And so I don't want to embarrass somebody yeah. else. Exactly. And there have been times where I have. Remember, so should I tell the story? Oh my God, yes, please. Okay. So story time. So I went on a date. With this guy, we're going to call him Canada Boo, because that's what we call yeah, him. He was Canadian, but he was like a Persian guy. We went on like one day first, and it was like, I would say like, what is like lower than fireworks? Like sparklers. Sparks. Sparklers. Okay. It wasn't fireworks, but it was sparklers. Like I felt a vibe. He was super chill. Like we had really good conversation, good sexual energy. Then he went home to Canada for like a couple of like weeks or whatever. And then he came back and we went on a date. Long story short, we went on another date, we hung out, sexual energy was there, so we ended up doing what we did with that sexual energy, Um, and so I think he was just, like, really excited, like, very excited, and so he came, like, very fast, and so I, he came, and then I proceeded to chuckle it wasn't a laugh oh it was a little it was like a oh (laughs) and 
You know sometimes when like you think you said something or you think you did something in your brain but then it comes out of your mouth? Yeah. I didn't realize that that's what I had done. And so like he got up, you know, cleaned himself and then like we laid there for a little bit and like chatted and then he like disappeared. <laughs> and in my mind, I didn't realize and my mind I was like, oh shit, like God, like we just had sex and he ghosted me. Mm-hmm. And then I like gave basically asked like uh, one of my guy friends for like advice and I even asked you and like Alex yeah. and I was like do you think like he just was like oh I got what I wanted or whatever and then I realized that it's because I laughed at him you literally laughed in his face right but like I it wasn't a laugh it wasn't like a ha 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 like it was like a little like I remember it being like oh and then like a little chuckle oh so like disappointing and then laughing right okay but like so. I didn't mean to and if you're out there kind of a boom sorry <laughs> And I really take it as a compliment. I'm so sorry that I wasted four minutes with you. <laughs> Three? Two? Oh, why? Two minutes? It was really quick. I was really quick. And, like, honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, he was excited. Like, I'm hot. Like, I know. Um, So he was into it. <laughs> but, like... petition against these men. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Jesus. I feel like I need the t- those two minutes of my life back. Yeah. But, like, I'm you so sorry. Wrong. I'm so sorry to that man. I'm not. He deserved what he got. No, he did. He really did. Um... Um, that was it, right? Yeah, well, mine was the, basically the exact same yeah. this year, which is, like, learn to please yourself sexually yeah. so that then you know what you like because body, everybody's body is different. Exactly. And, like, realistically, if you don't know what's going to get you off and you don't know what's going to, like, how sexually please know? you, how is he going to know? And, like, I will say there are some men that, like, you know. They get it. They get it. They get and it the, quick. The men that get it, get it, and the men that don't, don't. And those men need to stay out of my DMs. If you don't get it, please. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. Okay. Last one? That was done. Self? Oh, self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we're at a minute 30. I mean, uh, an hour 30. Stop. We are. Oh my God, I don't think we can play a game at the end. Maybe. We'll think about it. I don't know what Mm. game. We'll go off the cuff. Um, Should you go first? Sure. Um, I think we left this one last because it's taken us. The longest to figure ourselves out. For sure. To figure out. Still figuring it out. Yeah, still figuring it out, really. Um, my first one is investing yourself. Mm-hmm. Investing your clothes. Always have, like, items that will last forever. Mm-hmm. Like, this fast fashion, yeah, like, cute little dresses, whatever, but, like, the things, a bl- like, a good blazer, a good pair of jeans, like, good tank tops, like, invest in good stuff. Investing in your hair and your makeup, what I'm learning now in fitness, invest in education. Like yeah. the way you present your yourself to the world, fucking matters. It yeah. does. And I think also like, I will say that, and I'm not saying that like you're Lord, not, invest in the dentist for the love of God, Amen. Please, please. Jesus. We can smell a cavity from a mile away. It's disgusting. Invest. If we can smell a cavity. How could you not smell your own cavity? No, I think some people don't. Or like they just ignore it because I've smelled it from miles away. Go to the dentist. No, it's gross. Investing yourself. But what I was gonna say was like, and I think it's it's not that like outward appearance is like so important, but I will say like when for me especially when I look better and when I like how I look, feel I feel better. better. I really yeah. do. When I'm like working out and like eating somewhat healthy because like eighty twenty rule, and like when I put a fine fit on and I like yeah. do my makeup and my hair like. I feel. I yeah. just feel more confident. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's not. 
So that was my first one. So my first one is learn to be comfortable and happy alone. Um, I feel like a lot of people have a hard time doing that. I um, am really good at that, sometimes in a bad way, like to, to a certain extent. But I think like, and I think we said this, like learn to love yourself. Like, yeah. like I feel like it's okay to take time and be by yourself. Like I think yeah. a lot of people surround themselves with the wrong type of people just because they don't want to be alone. Oh, right. And like, it sounds dark, but like you come alone and you leave alone yeah. into this world and like... If, if you're not okay with having alone time, and I think also, like, alone time is a really great time to, like, self-reflect. Yeah. And, like, to really, like, even if you're, sometimes I, like, have conversations in my own head with myself. The worst thing you can do is go into a relationship after ending another one. Like, relationship hopping. Yeah. Yes. And you I, we did that. Never We've done that. You will never learn about the last relationship mm-hmm. you were in. Like, that is the worst thing. That is the most disservice you can do to yourself it really really is and then you i mean like this is the first time that we both in a really long Mm -hmm. time have been single for an extended period of time and this is i feel like when i'm truly learning and listen we can have boyfriends tomorrow yeah but we don't want to we are being so picky Picky, and meticulous with what we want because the person next to you shapes your entire freaking life and i don't and i think also now that we're learning more about ourselves we're not like we're not accepting like breadcrumbs. We're, no, we're not. We're not. I want the whole loaf of bread, baby. The yeah. whole loaf, and make it a baguette. <laughs> um, my next one is travel. Yeah, you need to travel to practice gratitude, to stay humble. Um, story time. My one of my ex boyfriends took me to where he was from, Honduras, and. Yeah, Honduras is beautiful. It has gorgeous beaches. We went to Roatan and Utila, which are like islands off of the coast and everything. But then one day, I had never been out of the country. And we went to where his family is from. From like a very tiny village in like the jungles of Honduras. And the things you see there, the way people live, it's just... It's so humbling when you get back to your routine and to the way that you live. It's just, there was so much gratitude in me when I came home. Yeah. The fact that I can turn on the faucet and there's hot water. Yeah. Or take a hot shower. I can take a hot shower. The way I can turn on the stove and have fire. Mm -hmm. The way that I have a car parked right in front with a full tank of gas. Yeah. Like, these are little things that you take for granted and... It's really their blessing. Yeah. And I think also, like, what I would recommend for everyone is to, like, to your point, you know, like, we, of course, go on expensive trips and, like, we take nice vacations. But, like, one thing I'll say, like, one of the... I was, like, talking to some guy. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm Dominican. And he's like, oh, from Punta Cana. And I was like, no. (laughs) Like, if you actually go to Punta Cana and and you drive to... When you're driving to all the resorts... It's just resorts. No. At the rounded, oh, well, rounded, it's poverty. poverty. Yeah. It's poverty. So like you're literally in like a magical place, and then you step outside, and like it's full of poverty. So yeah. I would say like for me, for sure, like if go to nice places, right? But then it's okay to like go where the locals are. Like yeah. I feel like that's where you actually really get a sense of where you're going. And I it's think the also, best food it's too. the it's, best it's food. the best food. And what I will say, I think like not necessarily. 
in America, but I'll use it as an example, right? Like, I think we live in a bubble and we forget yeah. that, like, there are other countries, mm-hmm. third world countries, right? That, like, people don't have it as good as we do. Yeah. And what I will say, and one thing I learned when I was studying abroad was, like, listen, respect the country that you're in. Yeah. Please. At least learn one word. There were so many times when I was living abroad that, like, some of the other kids that were studying abroad in any exchange program would, like, go into a place and be like, hi, like, I need this. Like, wouldn't say bonjour, wouldn't say bonsoir. Like, they wouldn't wouldn't even try to assimilate. I'm not saying, like, you need to go in there and speak the language fluently. That would be nice. But I think, like, try respect where you are. Like, I know that we have this idea of like we're we live in America and in the US and everybody we're, speaks and English. we're holier than thou. Just try and like respect that culture and that country because like effort is cool. It is. It totally is and I feel like it's not cool to be like hi like can I have this? Like be respectful. Yeah. Be super respectful. Yeah. I agree. Um my next one is you can hype yourself up, be your biggest hype man. Oh, I have like such a hard time doing this and I'm like really trying. Do you? Yeah, like I, I think sometimes I do. Oh. Like sometimes I have a hard time with like ego and like being like, yeah, I'm like, I'm the fucking shit. Like I do have a hard time with that. Really? And it's not like a self-worth thing because deep down inside, like I know it. I just think like. I feel like you're so outgoing. And you, like, command every room that you're in that it doesn't translate. Like, I don't feel that way at all. I think it's, I do that in, like, my actions. But the way that I have a hard time receiving compliments is the same way that I have a hard time, like, giving myself compliments, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, like I have, if someone's like, oh, like, you're so amazing, or but I'm like, okay, like, okay. Or when people are like, oh, you look so, like, hot today. I'm like, okay, okay. Like, I have a hard time, like, being... I mean, I'm, I'm working on it, right? I think, I think back in the day, I've had a harder time. I don't think I've ever connected the two. Yeah, like, that's, that's what internally it is for me. Huh. So, like, for... Yeah, and I am... I would say, like, everybody has bouts of insecurity, right? Like, I'm so... I'm insecure about a lot of things. But, like, I think, like, I'm learning to, like, be my own hype woman. Like, it's okay for me to hype myself up and be like, yeah, like I'm the fucking best. Like I'm do I'm doing big things. Like we have a podcast. Like I look good. Like I'm losing weight. I'm doing this. And I feel like I have a hard yeah, I have a hard time doing that. I feel like I like have this thing where like I need to be humble. I need to be humble. And like you should be in some ways, but it, it's a good time to have checked ego. I'm not that way at all. <laughs> no, you're like I'm not I mean I have insecurities, obviously yeah. everybody does, but like what? I'm the fucking best. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm the best, right? There's better people out there. Than right. Me, but, like, I'm fucking... I think that whatever room I'm in, I'm probably 70% better than the people in there. Wow. Yeah. See, I don't... Maybe yeah. even more. I'm just trying to be humble for the podcast. Yeah. You're like, actually, 90, <laughs> 99.9%, but like... Because I know how hard I work. I know yeah. how much effort I give. I know, I don't know. Like, I just, I know how much I give and how much I can put into a situation. So, like, I yeah. just. I think it's more, like, I, I know those things. People I feel have said things. that to me, though. Like, how do you, where's confidence? 
It might be the Gemini. I I, it is. I don't know. It might be the delusion. It might Probably. Be the delusion. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. No, I know. I, I, I wish I had a little bit more of that. And it's not that I don't know that because I do know all those things. I think it's more, and we talked about this, it's like sometimes I, and I, 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 I'm going to say this and it's probably not going to resonate, but like sometimes I do feel like I have to like give other people space to shine in a weird way. Like, like not take up so much energy in the room, which I feel like I do all the time. I don't know how to explain it. I can't compute. You feel like you get, you take up more space than other people? I think that like, like I think because I have a big personality, sometimes I like, I, you need to, like, I watch myself. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm in a room because I'm the entertainer. I love, like my biggest thing is about like, I want to make sure that I'm like, that, that like there's no like silence in the room and that right. everyone's having a good time and that like I'm like making jokes so sometimes like because I feel like I can be so big I then sometimes try to make myself small interesting yeah I think I'm the opposite way because growing up I feel like women were taught like don't take up that much space like don't be the biggest or the loudest person in the yeah. room like don't be the biggest person so now I'm like, I'm going to take up all the space. Yeah. I'm going to be the biggest personality. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think also my mom has a really big personality. And so I was raised with, like, a, a woman with, like, big personality. Yeah. And so maybe, like, it just... I think I just, like, check myself a lot. And, mm-hmm. like, I think I need to just be better about hyping myself up. And I, and I feel it in my soul. Like, I know those things. I just don't think I, like, say it to myself a lot. Interesting. Like I'm that bitch. Bitch or that bitch. I need to I need to say it more. More like positive self talk is what I need to do. Interesting. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that. I've heard something about you every week that no, we do I this know. podcast. No, I know. Um my last one is self reflect. Mm-hmm. Self reflect and then self direct. Look at me, you just Poetry, you know, and we're here. poetry. We're like um, throwing facts out here, but like reflect on your childhood and like the defense mechanisms that you've um, built because of your childhood, right? And then work them out in therapy. Yeah, like that's the best gift you can give yourself, um, because everything just gets better after that. Yeah, everything. The higher you vibrate in life, the more things come to you. And I think also a lot of people have a hard time with self-reflection. Yeah. Because I think... Or like self-awareness. Self, self, that's what I meant. Self-awareness. self-awareness. A lot of people, a lot of people I've met in my life are so not self-aware Because, at all. like, even though, like, I can fuck around and say, like, oh, my ego, like, I know that I'm the best in the room or whatever, I still know I, I have shit to work on. No, but on. we, like, we can check ourselves. Yeah, I know I have shit to work yeah. on. Like... This mouth needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah. Okay, like, that's something that I'm working on personally. My temper is something I'm working on personally. The patience, the lack of patience, yeah. right? But, but like, you but you saying that, though, many people do not say yeah. that to themselves or are, like, I call you delusional as a joke, but, like, some yeah. people are truly delusional. Yeah. Like, truly delusional and do not see it. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy to me, but I think, like, and that's why I think we live in a world in a society where a lot of people are like no offense like causing havoc yeah havoc and chaos because people truly like don't self-reflect and have very little self-awareness yeah i agree 
So my last one is it's okay to need help. Oh, I've tried. I've tried to really learn that mm-hmm. because it's and I think it goes, through, it goes kind of like hand in hand with like everything, like work, family, friendship, sex, like everything. Mm-hmm. It's totally okay to just like ask for help. Like there's nothing yeah. wrong with needing help, and I think like also asking help for the people that you trust, yeah. right? Like I, I just have a hard time with like asking anybody for anything because I just don't want to owe anyone anything um and I feel like it's okay for the people that you trust I'm I'll be honest whether my therapist tells me or not I'm not gonna ask some random there was a scenario where my next door neighbor I had like a big package outside of my house um like like like, I think it was my nightstand or something Mm -hmm. and I was like walking into my apartment and the guy next door like so cute was like Hi, like, can I, can I, do you need help going in inside? And I'm like, no, it's okay. I struggled. I literally struggled bringing it into my apartment. And I could have been your husband by now. He probably could have been my husband. God is like, dude, I'm here. I know, I know. And you just, he literally, I'm telling, I'm kidding now. God is like throwing all of these good men my way. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank you. But yeah. Canada boo. But Canada boo got it. (laughs) Two minute Canada boo got it. Like, I, I don't get it. No, yeah, but I think, like, it's, again, a lot of these things are things that I'm, I'm still working on that I've learned, but, like, it's okay to ask for help. Like, I do feel slightly comfortable, like, asking. I don't feel comfortable asking anybody for help, but I do feel, like, more comfortable, like, asking you for help. Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, I'm learning to, like, it's okay for, for a very long time, like, I hated asking my mom and my family for anything. Yeah. And I still kind of am that way because I'm, like, overly independent, but, like, you have nothing to prove. Like, it's like, yeah. and, I, and I keep telling myself that, like, what do you have to prove to yourself? Like, yeah. yes, I can do it alone. Like, I've proven that. It's fine. Like, if I need something small, like, it's okay. Yeah. I think I also struggle with that. Yeah. But it's because, again, the delusional side of me mm-hmm. thinks that nobody can do it as well as I can. Yeah. So I just do it myself. Yeah. Which is terrible it's not though because i feel the exact same way yeah i think because why would i give it to somebody who's gonna half-ass it yeah or just do it myself knowing exactly the way that i want it done yeah i'm thinking more like for me again i I think it's more of like i feel like people can't solve my problems like when i was sick like 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 okay like why i can do it myself like right it's that but also like i don't want to owe anybody anything like i truly don't want anyone to be like oh like remember that time i'm like no no. You really think that people are going to hold it above your head like that? I don't or know why. And, I don't, and it's never like, it's not like, it's not like, and I've gone, literally gone through many therapy sessions about like why I feel this way. I have no idea. Like, no one's ever in my life been like, oh, well, you owe me now. I don't know why. I just, I don't want to ever feel like I owe anybody anything. Wow. I don't know why. Interesting. Toxic. Hashtag toxic. But I do agree with you. Like, there are a lot of things where, like, and, I, and I'm learning that as, like, I move through, like, corporate culture and corporate ladder, yeah. like, as I have, like, direct reports and things like that and people that are working with me, like, I need to, like, let go a little bit. It's really hard yeah. because, like, you don't want to micromanage, but, like, yeah, I do feel the exact same way. Like, I'm like, it's why am only, I going to... It's not only micromanaging. Then I take on too much and I don't want to delegate. For me, it's more work to, like, show you how to do exactly. it. Exactly. It's, it's crazy and I know that, like... But the thing is, if you invest time to that person... And show them once, then after that they could just keep doing it. Hmm. But not 
everybody's gonna do things their own way. I know that, but like, yeah, I mean, so there's there's shortcuts. My way or the highway. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, so we're gonna give this to our therapist so they can diagnose. Here us. you go. <laughs> no, I but. literally was I diagnosed, and I like to use that word lightly, but yeah. like I was diagnosed with like toxic independence. It's a thing. Interesting. I need to see my therapist in the new year because we're in the new year. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Oops, I'm in 2024. You're like that's future Genesis problem. And the thing is that like the last time I had a therapist. And I told her about my last relationship. She was like, girl, do you want to be in a relationship? And I was like, I think you're it's, supposed to help me. Also, like, and I, I really got lucky with she mine. She was like, wow, you, you just do the most for this man. Like, moving in his family. You need someone older. You like, someone buying older. him a wardrobe. She was like, do you want to be in a relationship with me? And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been telling you that forever. The <laughs> fact that, like, I could be your therapist. I was like, get in line. Get in please. line. I've been telling you. No, I think you need, like, an older therapist. And people say, like, uh, like finding a therapist is like dating. You have to really find the right fit. Yeah. And so I think you just need to find that. That right wasn't fit. just one, though. That was like, you're three going, of them. You're going, I'm telling you, Sondermine. Listen, Sondermine, you can sponsor me. I literally recommend everybody to Sondermine. I found, yeah. like, the best therapist. Um, what I will say, we were talking about doing the most. I just want because you like brew, like breathes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, so when Janice was oh. like slightly dating her like her boyfriend number three in the beginning, what was it that you bought him like literally like on day two? I don't Winter clothes. Oh yeah. Like if he's like a homeless person. So he had moved here from Miami. I mean, wasn't he? I'm yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, I remember you being like, yeah, like I'm gonna like buy him winter clothes, and then I'm gonna buy but him like this hat, and like he had moved here from Miami, he didn't even have a jacket to his name, okay, or a dollar, okay. So like, what was I supposed to do? Have him? You shouldn't have moved, babe. If you don't have a dollar to your name, you shouldn't have moved. Yeah. Well. And if you don't have any winter clothes, he's a grown ass man. Go to fucking Salvation Army. Thank you well, so much. I was in love and dumb and not dumb. No, I was dumb. Like a little. I was dumb. And you can't even like. We say all have like, dumb bitch moments. You can't even say like, oh, sex was fire. So I was just like out here like not thinking. <laughs> not even that, bro. Yeah, no. So get to. We're not doing that again though. No, we're not. But everybody, I will say, everybody has even me. I have my dumb bitch moments too. Although I've heard that like, broke dick is great. For you, it wasn't. No, for me, it was not. It was not. No. It was not. Because mm. they lie in Miami. Have I had broke They lie to men in Miami. They lie. It, no, they lie. For yeah. sure. What are we at right when now? When I was oh, 1.45. I used to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be like a two-hour podcast. That's fine. But I've heard out here, B. Simone was like talking about She's like, I almost had this guy on direct deposit. That's how great Stop! <laughs> oh, my God. Can never be me. Have I ever broke dick? Don't think so. No. I mean, like, I, high school, but like we were all broke. So no, like, yeah, you know no, what I mean? Different. Yeah, no, never been on that broke dick life. No, I don't think it's for me. But I'm willing to try it. You know. She was like, "Can I cut a check to this man every can week? Can I cut him a check? I can. I'll give you a little allowance, babe. <laughs> Stop. I'm dead. Um, do we want to play a game? I feel like we should play like a little I game. Play a little game of this and that. It's gonna or be this or that. This or that. that. It's going to be spicy. Okay, you go it's first. Be a little spicy. You go first. Okay, fine. 
Um, would you rather mm-hmm. have fire sex mm-hmm. with a broke man mm-hmm. or have a millionaire with whack dick? Broke sex with, with a, a broke man. Uh-huh. Good sex with a broke man. Mm-hmm. Or would you rather have a millionaire with a whack dick? Can I cheat on him? No. But like millionaire bitch, like Irma's bag, like, like a like, Bentley car. But like, like, does he treat me good? Yeah, spoiled. They both treat me good? Yes. I'm so sorry to that broke man, but I'm taking the wealthy man. Really? I'm taking the wealthy man. Okay. He, I know that sounds really superficial, but like love isn't enough. I agree. It's not. I 100% Yeah, agree. and I'm not taking I mean, and money isn't the only thing, right? But like. But it helps. I would rather cry in my Bentley truck. I totally agree. Yeah. Okay, mine's kind of the same. A broke man that is like amazing, loves you, like cooks for you, loves you unconditionally, treats you like a princess, or a wealthy man that treats you like shit and cheats on you. Hmm. That's really hard. I know. I think... Was he broke when I met him? He's... He's like, always broke. He's always broke. He's always going to be broke. Like, you... In the future, they'd be like, this man's always going to be broke as fuck, brokey bro. But he's going to treat you like a fucking queen. That one. You're the broke I, man? I, I never yeah. learned my lesson. Yeah, no, but I would take the broke man, too. I would, I would take, I would take the, broke the broke man. man. Okay, go next. Um, would you rather head or sex? Head for the rest of your life or sex for the rest of your life? But you can't have both. <laughs> your face. What? Your face. Do I have to choose? Yes. Um. Head for the rest of your good, life. Is it good head? It's amazing. Amazing head. And amazing sex. But you can only have one. I'm taking sex. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking full okay. on penetration. <laughs> sex. What would you take? Head? No, it takes sex. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it takes sex. Like, head is good if done right. If but like, done right. But that's girl. Right. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, mine's also kind of spicy. Okay. So he has a big schlong. Okay. But he can't make you come. Oh. Or like a micro. A micro. But he's like working that little shrimp, you know? That's shrimp better work. Yeah, <laughs> He's working that little shrimp. Yeah, because I can't go. But like, you don't even feel it. Like, but it's amazing. Sorry, sorry, but, sorry. It's little but good head. But like, when he puts it in, like you don't feel anything down there, nothing. But like, big dick. But like, can't make you come. Like when I say like nothing is in there. But like, I'm coming off of the head. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, so I, I just I want to get like off. micro. I would I would want to get off. Like he puts it in, you're like. What? I would want to get off. Listen, I'll be an actress as long as at the end of the day I'm getting off. Cause yeah, I think I'm, I would pick the second one too. Yeah. But like the first one. And it's also very disappointing to see like such a large and in charge and then it not do anything for you. Oh, very we know. disappointing. We know. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. A long distance relationship. Mm-hmm. You only see them once a month. Mm-hmm. And it's fireworks every time you see them. Mm-hmm. Or you live in the same city and it's like mediocre. The first one sounds great. <laughs> I can live in my own house. He has his own space. I see him. The only thing is that like eventually, like depending on what future you're going to have, like you're ideally going to have to live together. So what if it's not like that when you live together? Yeah, but true. like I would pick that. 
What would you pick? I would also pick that. Yeah. That's fucking great. That's we, meet, we meet in different cities. Oh. Like... You know, Amazing. we have a good time. Can we do this yeah. forever? You don't have to live with me. I get to keep the cleanliness of my place. Yeah. You get to do whatever the fuck you want within reason. Yeah. Okay. My last one, and then we like literally have to end it. Because oh, no, I have to ask you one question at the end. Okay, so I'm going to end it. I'll, I'll do mine, and then you ask me a question. Okay. Would you rather mm-hmm. have a serial cheater? Like, he, he cannot stop cheating on you. Um... Like, he's an amazing guy or whatever, okay. but he's, like, a serial cheater or someone who's, like, a pathological liar. Like, I know that technically cheating is kind of lying. Like, so he cheats on you, but then he comes home and he's like, I did it, I did it. And then, or would you rather have, like, a pathological liar? Like, you can't believe, like, he lies about the stupidest thing but doesn't cheat. No, I'd rather you tell me. So the serial cheater? Yeah. So, like, every single time he cheats on you, but he every comes Every single time, me. bitch, after the first one, I'm like, yo, there's the door. Okay. But at least you have enough respect for me to tell me. Right, but, like, let's pretend you stay with him. But in, in this magical world, he comes, like... I would rather know. Every week, he comes, and he's like, babe, I'm sorry I did it. I would rather know. Or the know. pathological I would liar rather doesn't know. cheat. I would rather know where we stand... Yeah. ...than not know. And just, like, Listen, I'd out. rather you cheat on me, because then I'm going to be doing the same thing. Yes. If you are doing that to me... And you're coming clean, then I'm going to come home and be like, let's go back to your game, So we could play that game and listen, I'm a better player than Facts. you. I'll tell you that for sure. Okay. Um, I heard this on a podcast the other day and I've been wanting to ask you and every time we do a podcast, I forget. Yeah. So would you let mm-hmm. your husband have an apartment? What? Like you both live in the same house, uh-huh. but you have an apartment and he has an apartment. For what? Just to like whenever you want to decompress. Oh, so like that was like. Space. So I think in episode two, not episode two, um, and in the mo- second movie of Sex in the City, yes. Carrie and Big did that. But Carrie had her own space. He did not. No, it's a no for me. It's it's not that I don't want him to have his own space. Like I want my own space. But can we make it like a man cave in the house where like you leave me the fuck alone and I leave you alone? Why do you need a full other apartment? Oh, yeah. I just feel like, no, no. I want my own space. Trust me, I love being alone. And we can figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think financially, like, that doesn't make a lot of sense to have, like, two That's separate true. apartments. And then even if we were millionaires, like, why the fuck do you need your own fucking apartment? Yeah. Would you? I would never. I would want my own apartment. But, like, to do, like, stupid girl shit, like... Yeah, but guys aren't going to be doing stupid boy but shit. But that's the thing. Guys will not. They'll be like, oh, an empty apartment. Party. Yeah, exactly. But also, like, you... There's, like, ideally, like, I want him, like, a little girl room, and he can have a man cave in the house, a soundproof man cave where he can do the fuck, yell at the screen, fucking throw shit, yeah. do whatever the fuck he wants with his stupid-ass friends. I'm fine <laughs> with that. But, like, a whole other apartment? No. No, we're not doing that. It's don't even bring it up as a discussion topic. It's not <laughs> happening. Now that I got Liz all worked up, we're gonna wrap up this um, episode. I think seven. Episode Maybe. eight. No, it's episode Is eight. It I think. Eight? Who knows? Look at us, just like podcasters out here in this we're, world. We're 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 gonna blink and we're gonna be like an episode like a hundred one day. It's literally so crazy. Well, thank you for staying um, with us through this two hour podcast. Oh my god! Do we need to announce a giveaway winner? Oh, we have me too. Oh, we haven't even chosen. <laughs> Let's choose right now. And the winner for the Amazon gift card is, is... Michelle Morales. From Maryland. I think she's from Maryland. We think she's she from looks Maryland. like a college. Yeah, she's like, her, your Instagram is so cute, girl. 
Um, thank you so much for entering. Thank yeah. you so much for following us. Thank you to everybody who entered. For everybody, yeah. Listen, once we hit 500 subscribers, we're gonna take, we're gonna do a fifty dollar gift card. Yeah. Um, and then we're gonna every milestone we'll do a new one. So thank you again for entering. Thank you for listening, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye, guys.